Welcome back to Marvel Maniac, and MCU after show. This is your host, Eric Cicada, a.k.a. Mr. Honest. And I am happy to be back here with you today with another episode, not quite in the usual format. And we are breaking reality as we know it. And we are going into new phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So as we continue to take new steps forward, I decided to get a piece of my own history and with the time stone I was able to grab an episode of my other podcast Mr. Honest <laughs> self-titled and here is a post episode discussion for Avengers Endgame a roundtable discussion it is with a few people uh, you probably don't know um, it is a few people that were in my life uh, and some still in my life some not at the time, but it is just a good, genuine, raw reaction to the movie Avengers Endgame. And I think it's a good, uh, I just think it's a really good thing to share uh, that I got a reaction out of that um, I sort of separated this side of my podcast, Mr. Honest, into its own podcast, Marvel Maniac and MCU After Show. And that's, this is kind of these sort of episodes in. Mr. Honest sort of generated the idea to start my own podcast forming into Marvel Maniac and MCU After Show. Um, so I think it's about time that I'd showcase a little bit of what was the beginning idea of Marvel Maniac and also give the raw to my raw take with my friends uh, walking almost directly out of the theater of one of the greatest movies uh, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, you know, ever. It's Avengers Endgame. Um, and this was e exactly how I saw it. Um, it. It's raw, it's hilarious, it's real. Um, and I, I have a raspy voice. Um, I'm off the wire, I'm off the rail. Um, I'm wacky with my friends. And I'm not completely, the, I'm not completely the best host. Um, we grow over time. <laughs> uh, so, in Mr. Honest, uh, from episode one to the current timeline, I like to consider it a journey as me growing and learning uh, as a podcaster how to become a better podcaster, a better host. Um, I will just say that if you want to go check out that podcast, it's wherever else you get your podcast, Mr. Honest. Allow me to take you back to May 10th, 2019, where I had just seen Avengers Endgame for the second time, and I was geared up with my friends to talk about it. post watch episode we uh we all saw it we all been there it took a long time for me to set this stuff up today i've been sitting here awkwardly with dave and zach who don't really know each other and like they've just been making small talk for like an hour it seem I, more awkward than it was no i am I, I, i've been trying to set this up and it's been going pretty bad almost similar to how it went for uh thanos and avengers endgame man Iron Man, Black Panther. Wakanda is forever! Get this man his shield! Get this man his shield! Get this man his shield! Feel all the eyes on me in this room. They're like, man, why is he doing this? But I'm happy you guys are here. Dave? I'm happy to be here. Ethan? I am happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach? 
Yeah, I'm here. That's the answer. Also, I'm here. And that's uh, the Mr. Honest podcast. This is Mr. Honest. Zach. Sorry, I, I, Zach. Every time. Every time I'm here, I kick the table. <laughs> you know, and some of the people here... They have to leave in like ten minutes, and I just, <laughs> I just did that. Some of the people, some, some of the people, Ethan. Thank you for being honest. Oh, of course, oh. yeah, yeah. That's why um, okay, so the the movie came and went, just as my uh, tears did. Did anyone get any cries? Yeah, Ethan snapped. All right, and that's our episode. All right, you guys, uh, stay tuned. We'll be back next uh, next. Who knows when? Zach saw it with me my third time. Ethan, how many times did you see it? I've seen it three times. I'm actually going to go see it again this week with my girlfriend. Nice. Dave, probably once. I think it was once. Dave, it has a life. Also also one time. I've also only seen it. I'm just very satiated by one time. I remember everything. Satiated is a great word. Um. (laughs) Yep. But yeah, uh, I, even though I only saw it one time, I'll remember everything if you want to. If you want to mention, things. do you want to um, watch it again in our heads before we start? Is it going to take like three hours? I just saw it. Oh God, <laughs> this is bad. I'm so uncomfortable. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, is like it that. because of me? Do you want me to move a little bit? No, right. no, no, no. It's not because of you. It's because of the fucking bony seat we got going here. I suck. I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, the Avengers was good. I, I feel like I've 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 thought all the thoughts about it. Like I should have done this a week ago with you guys. You know. Well, like, why don't you say some of the thoughts you're thinking? Um, I had a really really sad thought today about the ending. I like was thinking about like. Tony is never going to see his daughter, like, do anything, you know? Like, that means really nothing, because he's dead. So, like, clearly we're going to do spoilers here. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, so, that's, that's, yeah, that's completely off the, on, off the table, whatever um, you want to call it. So, like, what me and Dave were saying is they introduced time travel through the whole movie. Yeah. And... An unlimited version of time travel. Unlimited, uh, unlimited time travel. Yeah. As soon as they got to the Pym particles, they had all everything. Yeah, and Pym's back now. So, so Pym is back. So, seeing as they still have the stones and they have to go put the stones back, why don't they just go back ten minutes of time and bring Tony back? Okay, I, I think. What you're missing is they you can't interrupt the timelines. If the timelines are okay, we're we're jumping. Okay, I like where you guys yeah. are going with this. Should, we, should we talk plot hole stuff first, or just general feelings? Um, I want to get Ethan's like just whole like roundabout thought on this. Why don't you lean into the mic, Ethan, and just tell me like you, you have something to add here, clearly. And I'd say we just do do a little like what we're thinking on the moment while you're here, since you got to go first, so we could talk about a bunch of stuff. So go ahead. Well, I'm gonna start by saying this. Um. The first two times I saw it, I honestly gave this movie a 6.7 out of 10. Ooh, wow. There were a lot of plot holes. Um, They did not feel like actually explaining anything. And the only reason why I changed my opinion was Joe, no, Alex Russo came out. There's no Alex. Anthony? Anthony. I can't even talk. Who cares? Anthony Russo came out, was it, like three days ago, I think, and explained how all these alternate realities are all literally going on the same time. So, 
the biggest plot hole, at least still for me, is why the hell is Cap back in this it's, alternate reality? I don't see it as a plot hole. What I, can I can I defend it quickly go and explain? Okay, Cap, he gets the stones at the end of the movie. He's got to go back in time to return the stones to the rightful places in time. So he has all those stops, including Asgard with the Tesseract, weirdly yep. going to inject Jane with it. Um, when he goes back, he either... I'm sorry, I just realized there's a scene where he's <laughs> yeah. re-injecting her with it. <laughs> I, didn't, yeah, I didn't realize. That's that. what I was thinking, That's too. And, and Cap's got to go back and visit Red Skull. There's something there, like, why, why can't we see that? And that was my initial thought. How is he going to return the Soul Stone to Red Skull? Why don't we see that? You know, I think that's a whole movie on its own. Um, my, my general prediction, though, with that, Ethan, is that he went back to either the point in the, the 70s where he saw Peggy through the window, or he took one trip further back after he returned the Tesseract and possibly some pin particles. Went back, lived a life. I've seen theories on YouTube. I can't quote who. I've been watching videos since the movie came out, but mentioning that um, when he went when he went back, I mean, he lived his whole life. So. Hank Pym, he, he, Captain America had the knowledge of everything that happened to him in the 60s or 70s where he decided to go back. He has the jumper, he has the technology, he has the suit. So when he was ready to go back to his original timeline, he did one final jump as an old man back to the present. And, or he maybe even did this weeks ago, months ago, who knows? But he, he did jump back. He wasn't an alternate timeline, he had to come back. I mean, they were in alternate timelines. They created, oh, okay, please cut me off. I, I'm going to cut you off. I, I see your eyes racing. I want to know what you want to say. I really want to know what you're thinking. Okay, so he has the time jumper, correct? The only way to get back is on that module. Right. So how does he not appear on the module, but instead on a random bench in the middle of a place where I, they literally just had a fight? I agree. With that, because and, and that's they, what I, I got an idea. The only, the only way that I saw where they could actually, where he could actually travel to that time and not get noticed, is all the Avengers were away from the Avengers so mansion for a minute. Yeah, but that's still luck. How does he know exactly what time it was? Or when the giant fight was happening, maybe he popped out of the van. Maybe he knew of another place that that is in existence. Uh, or maybe he, uh, maybe he, they created another way to travel forward. Oh wait, with it it doesn't have to be the module, right? Because it they go, have to be they go back in time to for the time jump. Yes, to go to go forward to where it yeah, was. Yeah, because yes. because every time else in the movie, when they left, they were on the pad, and when they came back, they were on the pad. So he yeah, could, but does that mean it has to be on the pad? Unless they created some kind of technology in their alternate reality. Yeah. Well, how old is would, Cap? Cap is they, a super serum. Cap, uh, old ages slowly. Cap is really old. So Cap has lived a long life. Possibly hundreds, if not a hundred more years through that timeline. So probably further past 2020, whatever it is in this movie, the, with the knowledge and the technology to bring to Pym, to bring to a young Howard Stark, to change that timeline ultimately, uh, to really make it however he wants. I mean, he had a key to the future. He and he changed his timeline and lived a life he wanted to live, and came back at the end to see that moment he like he always planned. So. So Cap, just because, and I'm going to say this kind of frankly, Please, yeah. he wanted to go back to, it, his mission was done. He saved the world. He, he was happy. He wanted to go back. He wanted to be with his love. I understand that. So you change another reality where there's a reality where Cap and Peggy are together. 
Yeah. So there's, of course, there's unlimited questions. But yeah. does, does his effect coming back into our alternate reality completely screw us over? How would it? Because he was always with us. He always did his, did what he did. That he we never, know of. We still have a future. This alternate reality, there's no stop for the reality. You can go to any point of time. But Cap didn't... Cap, we don't know. Cap, Cap coming back, you're right. It launched a new reality for him. And have you guys all seen the Far From Home trailer that came out yesterday? Yeah, I did see that. I, yeah, I did not, but... Well, can, can I say... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he'll be... He'll, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with spoilers on anything. I'm like answering for Zach. I'm yeah. like, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, no, I'm, go ahead. Because yeah. this is the other question, and I know we're probably going to get this in Far From Home, and maybe that's the answer how Cap got back into our reality, yeah. is how did Mysterio get into this reality? If he's from a, a lot different of theories. dimension. You've got a lot of theories on there that. There are. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, I think he actually is going to be a good guy. That's going to be the twist. I think those elemental things, they're going to be a real threat, and I think the end twist or the probably post-credits twist is going to be a Mysterio, Sinister Six type thing with Norm. I think Norman Osborn's going to have come to play in the last five years. Um, I, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of Spider-Man world building now that five years have passed for Spidey. Like a yeah, lot. It's 2023 of, now. Yeah. Now, now there's a, there's a whole other villainous underworld that mm-hmm. could be there that Spidey has to take on, or probably not because I don't know. The, he goes on vacation, so it can't be that bad. But I'm getting off track here. What, can we? You were telling me how. Uh, How could Cap get back into this yeah, reality? I mean, I'm telling you, it makes 150% sense if he lived a whole life, there was technology in another superhero universe that cr- that let him come back to the point in time in which he wanted to. If it were not that exact universe, maybe we were seeing the his, maybe we were seeing one clip from his universe. I don't think and there's any evidence for that. There's no evidence? Joe Russo actually, in an interview, confirmed that. He confirmed that Cap, the time, they explain the time travel very clearly, and their rules are very clear that when it's it's a branch. So once once you do something like we sat here today, no matter what, I can go back in the past. We always sat here today, but when I go back in the past, I can't change that we sat here today because that's your past. I take you out of the room. I'm creating a branch off of this timeline in which we didn't sit here today. So like, Cap was in his branch the whole life. And then he came back to the moment he left and gave the shield at the end of his life and the original timeline. So he lived a separate timeline and came back to the original timeline when he felt like it. How he found the pad or how he got there, that's that's the part that you can question until you, you know, but, but, but like that's that's not as relevant, you know what I mean? Like, it's possible. You've got to imagine he, he found a way. I feel like I'm that's... like giving you the smackdown. I'm like, no, you're wrong, Ethan. I feel like that's the biggest problem, at least for me, that I noticed. I know I've seen the movie three times. Um, I think you're longing. I Like me, but, you're longing for what happened to him. You want to know. You want to see it. But I know I did change after reading that. My opinion's not a 6.7 out of 10. What is it now? So it's probably up at 9. Oh! 
that's there's, a there's, that's there's way not up. That's way up. There aren't many problems necessarily with it. Um, there's a whole thing where in this alternate reality, there's no Thanos. So yes, in 2014, that would actually be really interesting unless um, Tony snapped him back to his universe, which they don't really explain that. All but of these new realities be. get me very excited, but I don't know how... Well, they, we know that they're out there, but we also know that we're not going to see Tony or so as far as we know again. Who knows? With this multiverse thing, Tony could show up at the end of Spider-Man 2 with uh, the Fantastic Four. You know? Out of a different multiverse. With the way that they're they're saying things are going are gonna go. I think the multiverse thing might be something that this guy Jake Gyllenhaal's character Mysterio brought to the table to Nick Fury, and um, he may be testing Spidey to you know to bring out a real villain, you know, because uh, he's going to be the head of the Avengers. Um, but back to the point of Cap. I don't think we should fixate on it too much. That, I mean, it's not a plot hole as much as it is a piece left out of a story that's not yet completed. We we are in the fa- phase. The Infinity Saga is one chunk. There's three acts to it. Um, we're gonna have probably, ideally, three sagas. I don't know how far. That's gonna take a long time. Um, the, 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 I think there's still a lot of answers to be found out. There's a lot of mystery with the Soul Stone. In the comics, the Celestials, the people who created the Eternals, right, who created the Infinity Stones, they're they're a big factor in everything. And I just want to say this now while everyone's here. Um, I really think in those 21 days or whatever, Thanos was on that farm. He tried to destroy every stone, which he probably did. I think he had a visit from from these things, and they probably couldn't do anything about it. Nonetheless, I don't think he destroyed that soul stone. I think he buried it under the garden. I think he's fixated with it. We've seen inside the soul stone that scene with little Gamora and Thanos sitting and talking to her. There's so many unanswered questions about the soul stone, why the soul stone's there, who put Red Skull there, who was there before Red Skull. I am so curious. Why are they tickling our info? Because that, we're going to find out. I, why wouldn't you want a Captain America cameo in Guardians 2 when they travel back via Doctor Strange? go see if they can find Gamora in Thanos' garden and then they go to the point in 2014 and then they see Captain America having a standoff with the Red Skull that's like a, you know what I mean? In any of these movies, seeing that would be the most epic Easter egg of all time. So it's like that's what I think, that's my, my take on all those little plot holes, they always answer the plot holes. They, they filled plot holes from Thor Ragnarok and or not Thor Ragnarok, uh, they, they, they made Ragnarok, yeah. with the Infinity Gauntlet in Odin's chamber. Oh, yeah, 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 they explained that. They explained, um, they made Thor Dark World better by, by going back to it and, and having him talk to his... Oh, I, I'm losing it right now with you guys. Uh, what'd you think of Fat Thor? <laughs> <laughs> what'd you guys think and of Fat Thor? Thickens. <laughs> I, I loved Fat Thor. I really would I want to know. Yeah, I love them too. Uh, do you think you're disappointed? I, I love him. Um... Uh, there are a lot of memes if you're very careful on Instagram. Yeah, there are a lot. Um, I am so happy that they brought the um, King Thor little Easter egg, if anyone knows that, where his long beard, his long drop. Dr- Is that from the comics? Hair. Yeah. Yeah? That's cool. That's pretty cool. When he gets both things, both uh, <laughs> Melnior and uh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker, and he's like. <laughs> 
also, I'm pretty sure all of us Sorry. like lost it when Cap actually picked up Mjolnir. Oh, that was oh, so yeah. great, man. Oh, and, you know, Dave, remember when I, a long time ago, when um, we saw Captain America and Red Skull got blasted off into outer space, and I was like, I think he's still alive, and you were like, well, I don't think so. I don't remember that. I know you. I I, I heard you reference it on another <laughs> podcast episode, but I do not remember. The so. only things I remember are the things in my life where I spitefully prove people wrong that are close to me. If they actually happened, yeah. That happened. <laughs> Did it? And I always said Robert Downey Jr. was gonna be the uh, the, the the Uncle Ben moment. The uh, Iron Man was Peter Parker's Uncle Ben moment. I've been saying it for years. And you should write these things down. I, I, you could be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, right? What is that? You know, the king of the theories. What does that even mean? Uh, Wait, is that what that was supposed to be? What? I forgot. <laughs> what are you talking about? What was what supposed to be? Is that like what that whole thing was? Like with Peter Parker and Iron Man? Well, not... Not exactly, but it's you don't see the Uncle Ben moment in this spirit series of Spider-Man. In this Spidey universe, Spidey isn't as influenced by the Uncle Ben, or he is, and it's off-screen. It's assumed. And in this universe, there's an Iron Man. I mean, in most of the other Spidey movies, there's no Iron Man, so he's his mentor. He's his idol. No, Um, yeah, I think that's actually very fair because we saw from the uh, the preview for the next Spider-Man movie that um, he actually takes the the law of Tony really, really hard and yeah. affects them. And the guilt and the weight of responsibility that's moving his character forward and that's something we haven't seen from it's, his character before. Yes. Okay, and then, yeah, it makes sense. A lot of emotional weight in that trailer. And I didn't know it was going to be such a great follow-up to Endgame. I was a little worried that Sony was going to just take a ball and run with the multiverse and, like, just fuck everything up. Not that I... Not that they've really done anything to say that they would yet, but I'm worried. I'm worried. Well, have, Sony doesn't have creative control over it. They have creative to say. Do they? They make all the profits off of this movie. Yeah, but that's not creative. Yeah, you're right. But the MCU they, they, creative for they have, yeah, in a way. They have a hand on Spider-Man. And right now, the contract is up in the air after this mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. So they do. They, they, they have a... We got a little bit of a hostage situation, but did you see what that game did at the box office? I don't think Spidey's going anywhere. I think we're going to see... I think we're going to see MCU films until we're sick of them. And I hope that's not soon. I hope they keep it as uh, the high quality that it's been. Um, I know it hasn't been perfect. I, know, I saw some people complaining about Fat Thor. Um, it ruined the character. You know what? When... when when, when people fall on hard times, when a when a guy who probably, like uh, Rocket said, it was pretty much his fault. He did fail humanity in a sense, but the guy lost his brother. He lost his mom. He lost his dad. He just missed the head. Then he got the head. And then what do hap- what happens in five years? What do people go through? They go through depression. They hit hard times. They don't know what to do with themselves. Thor had nothing else to live for. He lost. It made sense to me for his character. That was a bold move for this movie, but they stuck with it. It wasn't just a goofy, sticky, fat guy scene in the beginning of the movie. They committed to it. Thor cried to his mom. That was powerful. And at the end, when he fought, despite his things that were holding him back, he fought. 
hard, and he fought hard, and I, that's my favorite Thor. I will be, I, that, that, I'm inspired, you know, I hope, what do you guys think? See, personally, I love his story arc, it's just like, you kind of want to go back and watch the original Thors, it's like, he's this, he's almost like a spoiled rich kid in the first Thor movie, where he loses his honor, he loses everything that he's used to, he's banished to the Midgard, and then he gets that back, the second movie, you see him deal with loss, you see see him deal with um, not being able to control technically the um, the ether. Can't, yeah. It's not something that should be necessarily dealt with. And right. it's like he also lost his mother at that time. The third one, um, but the first like ten minutes you lose Odin as well as um, uh. finds out he has a sister and his sister literally demolishes Mjolnir and like... That's big. Right before your eyes. I, I, I was freaking out in theater seeing that. But he finds his strength within. Exactly. And it's like, and this is what I loved about the, after the whole scene with him talking to his mother, he puts out his hand. He's still worthy. He never changed from being worthy to possess the power of Thor. He, well, at least Mjolnir, because power is within him. But he can still possess Mjolnir. He's still worthy. And I think that's what totally arced his storyline in this movie. Yeah. I love that. Well said. And I know Thor is still one of my favorite characters, but I love how they kind of... I don't always like to admit that there were two Thor movies originally, just because they kind of dipped into things that they probably shouldn't have. Well, they made the conflict way too large for mm-hmm. post-Avengers exactly. giant elf conflict. That could have that was too big. It was, mm-hmm. and it was a generic villain. Exactly, you know, kind of a but a cookie cutter villain. But I really love when he reaches his hand out for the hammer, and then the Guardian song. Like that part, like I'm like, oh, 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 yeah, we're going back to, and then we're in the we're in the beginning of the movie, and Peter Quill's dancing around doing his thing, and then like it cuts up, we see the outside, um, you know, he's just being an idiot, and then Don. Oh, it's a great moment. Yeah. Machine punches him out. Great, very good, very good. I uh, I know you got to get going. I'm probably about your time. I don't want to kick you out, but I want you to be weary that it's eight fifty one. I can wait nine minutes. You sure? People can wait. I'm glad, since just to finish our whole Thor yeah. discussion, yeah. I, I'm very happy with the idea of him joining the Guardians. Yes. Because yes. Thor 3 was basically Guardians. Yeah. So yeah. it might, might as well. Yeah, it might as well combine. Well, in a sense, they kind of, the, the, the tones coming together now, it almost can change your perspective a little bit on the copy copycat thing. Oh, no, um, I still, I have a, a well, no, 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 but, opinion about Thor 3. But Dave, about Thor 3. think about the, the overarching. Very comedic. Yeah, that's not even my show. Oh, but yeah, that we, <laughs> so we went through. We've been through no, this already. You're all right. Okay. No, no, no. But I'm I'm gonna go back to it only because it's it's relevant. I think you see in the line of these movies, if you're watching it as like a set a series, you're gonna see Guardians two, and then you're gonna see probably Spider Man. You're gonna see Thor. You're gonna see Infinity War. Then you're gonna come back. The, the, these these Guardians, the Guardians and the Thor movie into the Guardians plus Thor together. It's gonna sit real nice because we have Rocket and Thor coming together in line. Like like the, and that music is brought into it as Guardians are coming. It's all coming together. It's like like Thor Ragnarok uh, having that tone. It's like running into the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's almost like lifting up the link for that to be connected. So everything's gonna be. It's gonna. It's actually gonna be. It's gonna feel right when he's with the Guardians. Thanks to Ragnarok. 
I still don't like Ragnarok, but I'm Fuck glad. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> I'm glad that he's with that. Now, if that's the direction they're going with the character, great. I'm glad that he is under James Gunn and that whole thing, because I think Guardians works with that model a lot better than Thor. What, what if he just keeps getting fatter and fatter instead of, like, going That'd back to That'd be a weird it. character like, choice. He just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and then, like, he's obese Thor. And then on the battlefield, he's going to fight, like, uh, the, the, the next big band, and he has, like, a heart attack. Jesus Christ, that's, that's me. What if he just had a child and this isn't Fat Thor? It's oh, dead yeah, pregnant Thor. <laughs> As guardians can, as guardians have wounds. Yeah, we like, guess so choose. What if it's just Dad Bod Thor? Literal Dad Bod. I mean, like not like he carried a child. I thought that's what you were saying. I thought that's what you were saying too. Like, like you know, like him and another person had a child together, and now he just. Got a dead body. Just, yeah. You know. You guys mind if I shift gears a little? No, no not at all. So, oh, we're uh, no. Well, we're another storyline that I love. The Endgame was a great... All the characters are arc. I know Hawkeye, I cried all three times I saw that first scene. I. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, but, um, not really beautiful. Hulk. <laughs> Oh, it's like even Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, no. Oh, yes you and got no. A problem with yes and no. Yes and no. Mark <laughs> Ruffalo said after Thor Ragnarok that there was going to be a three movie set, kind of featuring Hulk and Banner's um, arc. Arc. Their cooperation. Relationship. Relationship. That's the word. Yeah. Um. So you saw in Ragnarok where, well. Take it back. You've seen since the first Hulk movie, they're Jacqueline and Hyde. Yeah. Yes. So when you get to Ragnarok, when you find out what happens after Age of Ultron, where Great he monsters. gets summoned here, and he's been Hulk for <laughs> how many years? Uh, like two like years. Two, yeah. All two years, years straight. So think of it, and I'm going to be very loose by saying this, but think of it like he's a child. He's two years old. Oh, he yeah. has his own mind. He's growing up. And yeah. that's also ex- expanded on in Infinity War, where Hulk is like, no, I don't want to. He, he's on his terrible twos, where he just says no and wants to bite everything, although Hulk didn't bite anything. Thank God. Um, well, he then, might have. He just didn't see it. And then in Endgame, his third movie, finally explored that entire realm. I kind of wish they touched upon it more instead of I think it was like a seven-minute, six-minute conversation with Ant-Man and um, I forgot who else was there. It was about what? Like, Ant-Man and- Cap and uh, Black Widow about how he uh, about how he lunch. combined the two and it's like mm. yes I love Professor Hulk I wish they could have explained that more maybe yeah. even like had a flashback to it yeah and then talked about it instead of just saying hey well this has just stopped brains and brawn well think about I, like, I love the addition of it I love how it, they finally put each other together yeah I wish they almost showed a little bit more I might be yeah. digging a little bit more into it because I no. want to see it well but, it's just like I've been I've been sitting on it for a week actually since like seeing it every couple days since it came out and the thing is Hulk had a lot of time everyone had a lot of time the five years thing I mean a lot of people want to address that that's what's bothering them about this five years does a lot to a person Mark Ruffalo's Hulk you could see in this one 
the, 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 he's restraining the pain, meaning like he had to become Hulk to almost like feel better about what happened probably um, I think like you're exactly right he's like a kid but instead of Hulk having his being his own separate entity kid or whatever I'd like to see it as Mark Ruffalo putting on a power suit kind of and going leveling it up um, they're merging together they're kind of like coming mm-hmm. together coming together and a lot of people wanted him to get stronger bigger harder he want, they wanted to see him Hulk out they wanted to see Avengers first Avengers Hulk ripping people apart. But my thing is, Hulk is a huge iconic character. Um, what they've been doing with him is every movie he changes. So to think that Mark Ruffalo's Hulk isn't going to get to the next level, I think that's crazy. I think he's going to come back. I, I want to see all... I want to see the solo Hulk movie, but I know a studio's holding that over their heads. Um, there's some reason that they can't do a solo Hulk movie, but why why wouldn't they keep him and keep powering him up? You know what I mean? He... he if he didn't do it in this one and he doesn't do it, people are going to be upset. And I think they know that. A lot of people had their time in this movie. Um, I wanted to see Hulk go down with Thanos again. I thought that was going to happen. That was like the number one thing I thought would happen that didn't. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I liked I liked it. I got a real kick out of him. I loved Hulk giving uh, Ant-Man the taco. That was yeah, a solid yeah. moment. You know, real solid. Like, a lot of, like, real, uh, real Spielberg-y, like... Heartfelt moments in this movie. Um, the strings, the music, the the feeling, the 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 coming together aspect really, really fiddled on the heart, you know. And having big old Hulk with Rocket going to get Fat Thor out of a, a situation. I mean, I never would have thought I'd seen that. Like the, that that whole scene was spectacular. I really liked that. Sorry. You know another thing I'm looking forward to? Sorry. No, no. Um, you don't need to be sorry. When this movie comes out... You should talk over Dave anytime you want. I, I don't want to talk over you. That's not what I meant. <clears throat> but um, when this movie comes out, if I'm not mistaken, the initial um, screen time was supposed to be almost four hours. Really? If I'm not mistaken for Endgame, am I wrong? Or was Maybe it like three know. and a half? I always heard uh, three. Yeah, three, I, I always heard three hours. I heard that they... Well, I didn't hear. Did I've been watching... They've been starting to do interviews now, Joe and Anthony Russo, and I put a bunch of them in the watch later whenever I see them, because they're long, pop them on in the morning. I watched one this morning. They uh, they used almost all the footage they had for this one. They had maybe like 20 minutes of stuff they didn't use. They used almost everything they had. So then, yeah, that would have made sense. It would have been 3.30 with yeah. uh, the... They did want to bring, I don't know if you've heard this, instead of mm-hmm. Tony going to the original Avengers, they wanted to bring him to Asgard with Thor, and they were going to have Tony use this new mechanism on his suit to go stealth and then Heimdall was going to see him because he could see through it and there was going to be like this face off between Heimdall and uh, Iron Man and like that would have been cool it would have been interesting to have have Tony and Iron Man see Asgard like a different like a completely different world but they did decide to put him in a situation that he was at that he knew um, and that the audience was familiar with which I think gave us a lot more of a tingly little feel and scene and the Avengers assemble. Um, what, 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 what was that look? Was that, Dave gave me a look when I said tingly feeling. Yeah, you just put a little pepper in that. That's fine. I put a little pepper in it? Yeah. What do you mean? When you were just, just the tingly feeling. I felt it. It's okay. It's okay. So are you saying the, thing, thing, the tingly feeling?
tingle wasn't feel. I appreciate how you said that. You're saying you weren't you weren't tingling in the feels. I was tingled. I, I was I was completely tingled. Were you tingled? Yes. I I don't think you were tintillated enough. I think with the Hulk. I'm just oh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, can yeah, tell I'm changing this Hulk. But, no, of course. I think I, I totally agree. I wish there was more development that more that we said like oh I resolved this 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 whole entire relationship with my character I fixed it off screen and now things fine yeah okay that's uh, I guess pretty much meant for this I understand why they did that but I I, I appreciate that I don't know if it was just me because I only saw it once but that felt like some very subtle things with the combined character because it, it looks it when we see number one when we see Hulk like uh, Professor Hulk next to old Hulk right. he's, he looks smaller. Yes. He's not he's not as big, he's not as strong and also Banner, there are times uh, this once again might just be me reading no. into it. He doesn't seem as quick and as sharp. Oh no, it's it's you're, you're so right. It's a mix of the two of them. Right. It's so a, there's a little loss on both sides. And it, yes. the thing I liked about the character too is that like Banner, of course, says like he's always angry. There were a lot of little moments with other characters where it seems like the Professor Hulk does have an anger issue. Yes. There, like when when he first comes to Thor. Yeah, comes up to him, touches him. He says, "Okay, first it's don't amazing. touch me." Yeah, and then he continues on. There's a lot of little moments. Other characters like, "Okay, he's keeping a lid on everything," but so he has this anger problem. So, in that sense, I mean, they are leaving those little character stroke strokes in into the movie. I'm using words like "stroke" and "tingle" a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like he jacked himself off into perfection. Oh, well, that was a little. All right. Do you mind one more thing? Because it is 902. I should probably get going. Um, <clears throat> the last thing I saw this yesterday. I know yeah. I wanted to mention it today because this came out yesterday. In an interview. Um, I follow this um, feed on Instagram. If you guys are also interested, um, it's Marvel True Facts. Uh, it's pretty fun. They always share a bunch of stuff. But um, this is uh, there's a little thing to read. But Avengers Endgame directors revealed Catherine Langford's role and reason why. They cut it from the movie. Who's Catherine Langford again? Um, uh, what was she in? Um, I'm gonna finish this and then I'll look at it. You looked at both of us, none of us. Um, but the actress was meant to play an older version of Morgan Stark. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was an idea that we had. we had as in Anthony and Joe saying that um, where we had Tony that we had where Tony was going to go to a metaphysical way station where Thanos saw his daughter when he snapped his finger there's going to be a future version of his daughter in that way station the duo revealed um, we showed it to a test audience and it was really confusing the brothers continued what we realized about it was we didn't feel an emotional association with the adult version of his daughter. It wasn't resonating with us on an emotional level, which is why we moved away with it. That I'm kind of looking forward to with how much media has been pushing Morgan Stark. Yeah. And I know I keep on seeing everywhere, and I know all my friends love her. She's in like two full minutes of the movie, maybe three. She's cute. But they all love her, and she is cute. And it's yeah. just, I think that would be cool to see a gateway station. What's a gateway station? That's I'm confused about. 
like what Thanos saw when he saw little Nebula. Um, oh, oh Nebula. little Gamora. Gamora. See, sorry. in my head, that's very vague on what that means. I think that's inside the Soul Stone. I think when Hawkeye wakes up with like the the, the Soul Stone is so mysterious. Yeah, yeah, it's purposefully vague. They don't even go into like what it actually really does. That's why I would no, that no one uses yep. it. No. <laughs> That's confusing, and uh, that that irks me so much. It does. That does bother me. But I try to say when I say bother, it I like to believe that there's meaning behind it. These guys, they take these things, these movies apart, and pick them piece to piece mm-hmm. to piece. Thanos, man, Ethan, I know you gotta go. Yeah, no, I'm still gonna listen. I had such a good observation about Thanos uh, when he saw himself getting beheaded. When he saw himself in 2014 say, I am inevitable. Did you see the look on his face? It was the most smug, fulfilling smile you'd ever seen on him. Yeah, of course. He altered himself. He fucked himself up in the past. Him saying, I am inevitable, that one line brought this, like, Confident, I am inevitable drive into him that turned him that, that geared up the mad titan when he was still bashing people bloody before he became almost like this religious figure in Infinity War. You know, wait, let me just pause. Oh, no, 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 it's not good. It, we're not live or anything. We can say goodbye. It's all okay. right. I love you. Thank you for coming by. Yes. See you. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah, my, my ass hurts. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. There was something I heard. This I really. Is real, uh, this is uncomfortable. It's like, why don't we really fucking fix this, man? I, so, I, like, I, <laughs> Thanos saying, I'm inevitable. If he did, I really believe if he didn't say that and he said something like, it was hard, or like anything, anything to show that. The cockiness really I think got, he got overconfident from that, yeah. from seeing that. But I love that. I love that when Tony says, when you mess with the past, it has a way of coming back. Yeah, it does. And that's the whole final conflict of the movie. And I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I've just, I really love Thanos. Like, I think he was so well done. Yeah. Uh, the way they brought him into this movie was so clever. Um, I didn't see that coming. Did you? I did not. No, no and I think that was a, is a great third act. I mean, just the mo- no matter how like no matter how cheesy the whole like <laughs> everyone's here now fighting every single character ever is just fighting this huge battle. But that was earned. I mean, that was so enjoyable. It was earned. It was earned. The whole it was just a celebration that came for everybody yeah. literally fighting on screen. So apparently, what I've heard is that something that's a little disappointing Sorry. about the Infinity movies, the, the Infinity War and Endgame, to me, is that we got these six stones that control all of like everything, the fundamental forces yeah. of the the universe, and have all this amazing power. We see almost <coughs> none of that at all. We see the space stone used a lot. We see the power stone used a lot. Time stone. A little bit. Mindstone, not at all. Soul stone, not at all. What's the last one? Reality stone, a little bit. Wait, which one? Just mostly for just aesthetic effects. The reality stone? Yeah. 
it's used yeah. to turn guns into bubbles and to just yeah, he, holograms. Yeah, he got That's, really into the bubbles. And I mean, Thanos only basically uses the Space Stone and the Power Stone as weapons, and we have no no Mind Stone, no, no mind Soul Stone. stone. The, the Time Stone is used once for the reversal. Well, we'd like to imagine that the accumulative energy, like, it just adds, it juggernauts the other stones, maybe. It makes the other stones more powerful. What? Um, um, having the having these stones that we don't know the powers of. Oh, I'm of. sure. I'm just, I'm not saying any plot hole or anything like that. I'm, it makes perfect sense to the character that he used those because those ones he's more familiar with, had more time to use them. Perfect sense. I'm still disappointed we didn't get to see anything else. It just seems so much like creative opportunities. Like, I'm in control your mind to do this. I'm going to uh, over-age this thing. One thing. Whatever soul would do. I agree. One thing that really bothered me was I really thought we were going to get more Gauntlet Thanos than <laughs> this one. I imagined we'd have him with the stones more, hence we'd see more of those abilities. Mm. But Infinity War, it's just it's, it's its own standalone movie. More, it really sits on its own more than I thought it would compared to Endgame, um, and that. I mean, we really get to see the stones in action in Infinity War, and that's about it. We don't get we don't get to see much else aside from the snap and like Thanos grabbing the Power Stone at one point. Mm-hmm. So it's very vague. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and I agree with that too. Like even following what you're saying, and kind of what I was, the whole Gauntlet thing is like I, it's not. I, I read the Infinity War comic book. I haven't actually read a lot of comic books to be right. to be perfectly transparent. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I read yeah. that because it's like, oh, this is very very famous. I should understand what's going on. I read that too. And um, it, there's just the gauntlet isn't just like a machine that's used that a snap does something. It's, it's, it, it allows someone to harness all of them, and supposedly in the movie that's what it does too. And he uses them different times, but the gauntlet is always ever used as a things like we put them together and then we press the snap button and then what our wish comes true. Yeah. And it, there's yeah. just three snaps in all the movies, and that's all the gauntlet is is a well, snap machine. Well, Thanos uses it a lot in Infinity War. More, maybe even more than you even realize. They, they, there's these videos you can look up and it says every time he uses the stone and even in subtle moments when he's like interrogating his uh, um, nebula on the ship in the Infinity War he's using the space stone and the power stone to pull her apart. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's you know, true. Like there's, and, and, but it, I only know this because they put Infinity War on Netflix and I watched it like a hundred times. I've never, I've really watched it more than any of these movies just because it's like, it's just a hell of a fucking movie to throw on. If you just put that on, if it's the first movie you've ever seen, you're just watching a movie about a giant purple dude just wrecking everybody you vaguely know about, like that's been on the screen. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, I don't like the Avengers. Like, well, we'll go watch Infinity War. You can get them, watch them get their asses kicked, you know? And the bad guy wins. That's the only one you gotta watch. Just end there. Happy ending. That's. I mean, that's just a very special. Zach, uh, how you doing? There's this one more thing. I'm sorry. There's one no, more no, good, thing. Good, 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 good. I want to say about it too. Last thing. No, all good. Apparently, of the uh, I think it was the directors, the Russo brothers, um, that said the original plan for the snap was not everybody tr- goes into dust. Really? The original plan was that people would die and we'd see the deaths, but we'd see them in different ways, like uh, for each stone. And 
and like some would age into death, some would explode with power, oh some would just gosh. like change. And, we, and we, we'd see all the different stones that and all these effects. That would have been awesome. Yeah. And then there, like, it's just too much. It's just too much. People, it was like confusing to do and just so much it for the CGI. It gives me the chills. It hurts. And then they have everybody dust. But dust I, is more, it's just more classy. It, it's more classy, but it's also, it, it, the, they never really felt like deaths to me. No, they didn't. They just felt, okay, they ceased to exist. If I saw someone just age death or someone explode or someone their head fall off, that would feel like a death. Right. I know. You have to, the sad part is no matter what we're going to know about some of these future releases, I wish they kept them under better wraps. I, I mean, but when you, but in the, in the end of the, at the end of the day when you get Spider-Man, you don't think he's going to be gone really. And they really maybe should have killed off a couple more of the main characters to bring them back at the end if they wanted us to be surprised. But I'd rather have the homage to the first Ven- Avengers in a full circle story and just doing that story as well, you know, as much justice as they could, then um, I don't know. I, 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 I agree. No, I agree. Um, Zach? Yeah, so... Uh, you don't have to say that. It's <laughs> actually the Andy Richter of the of show. No, he's not. Well, well no, that so, makes so, it... So, so the funny thing is, it's like, we've been recording for like 40, 45 minutes yeah. of like good recording. Yeah. And I was just sitting here thinking to myself, I've been sitting here just nodding my head. Like, <laughs> like, like, yes. No, but it's good. Like, no, your yes. presence is felt. Your presence no, no, is felt. right. But, like, I, I've just been sitting here, like, nodding my head, like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I agree with that. You hear that, audience? And we need you to nod or Zach's going to disappear. <laughs> Everybody, give Zach a nod. Right now, nod with us. Even if you think you can't feel it. Come on, everybody. Not for Zach. Are you nodding? They're not doing it. They're not doing it. He's dying. Zach is fading away. Zach's exploding. All right, sorry. So what was your point? Um, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, sorry. My my point was, I was sitting here nodding, and I know it was like being input to us. You wore a Star Wars shirt today? Yeah. On a day of adventures? I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you watch Game of Thrones? No, I don't. What's your What's your point? <laughs> so, <laughs> what your, I'm so sorry. I'm the worst host. I have it, it was like, I was sitting here nodding, and it was like giving input to the room, mm. but the people listening are like, so Zach was like, hey, I'm here, and then he never <laughs> heard from him again. No, you've been talking more than you realize. And I, I, I don't know. You said a few things. Well, yeah, but like, but there was like a big like 20 minute jumper I was just sitting here I'm gonna cut this part out yeah <laughs> every part of my talk is just gonna be cut out and then it's just gonna be at the end so I've been sitting here the whole time just nodding yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put a Zach compilation uh, as an alternate episode buried unlisted no I'm just kidding that's so mean like I, I'm not gonna make you the like Toby from the office what the fuck is that you're a great person Zach I love you Fuck you. No. What? what? This is just getting not funny. Fuck you isn't funny. I don't like fuck is funny. I, I don't like dirty fucks. Good, good. Let's talk about plot holes. Dave, with the with the directional shift. You don't want to talk I'm about very organizational. Fun? You're very good. I like you in that chair, Dave. That's a chair. I'm actually lounging. The the listeners don't know. Yes. But I'm very centrally lounging. They don't know you're lounging. They we're, don't know I'm nodding. You know. We're upgrading the audio. Um, every episode, you might hear a little bit of improvement. Um, 
I, I feel like, can you hear this crackling in the mic? Not really, no. Because oh, no. I can hear it, but I don't know if I'm hearing it or if it's like playing back. No, 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 no. Can you hear my voice okay? Because I'm kind of far away from I the mic. I can hear you real well. You're okay. great. Um, so let's plot think. holes. Well, plot holes. We kind of touched on it at, at the beginning. There's something, I don't know. I still, uh, I understand what, what you guys were talking about with uh, like needing the module, but I'm also kind of confused because in the movie they did not need a module. They just had the suit with the pim cup particles, like Tony. With a thing on his hand. Yeah, Tony and um, uh, Steve yeah. were at the Battle of New York and like, oh, we have to go back further. And they yeah. were there just standing in the street and they like no, had right. the one more jet. And they did. They didn't need the module. They didn't going, need any platform. Going back, they didn't. Go, going need back, they didn't. And then they go, but, but he has you to. Need one for, the, they, you need one for going forward? Does they see, say that's, that? that's the thing. Because, like, when, when. Ethan, right? Ethan, yeah. yeah. So, so, like, when Ethan was saying it. It made sense to me because when I was watching the movie, I realized it too. I was like, you know, so they've gone back and come forward X amount of times, and every time they have left present and then re-entered present, they were on the pad. I imagine that the reason they need the things is to get back to that one timeline, or they'll never be able to get back to a specific timeline in that exact place in time, the or they'll have a the, place I, in time. I can follow that. And it's I, like a tiny little crevice in time they need to get back to. Right. Yeah, the thing on the wrist, you mean, right? Or do you yeah. mean the pad? Yeah, well, both. Technically, the thing on the wrist can make them smaller to go back, but the pad is the is basically the one place that they can return in that one minute to be able to accommodate to not having another one of them sitting around with oh, them. Okay. You know what I mean? I, it, it makes some sense, yeah, because that was like another thing, you know, that was the thing I was I was thinking about, too. Like, because every time they go back and come back, they're on the pad. And then at the end, Captain America is, you know, well, Steve is... Well, 200 wanna, feet away on a bench, you know. I mean, if you think of Steve as that much older, I mean, anything could have happened with the knowledge of all of these well, events right. with the people that he knew, knowing what they know. Right. It's just it's easy to think that instead of having to go back to the pad, he was able to just go back to that point in time with the information that he... You know what I mean? Like, he could have been working with Pim or Stark. And in, like, an alternate timeline? In an alternate timeline right. that he lived in and grew, spent his life in. He yeah. spent his life in an alternate timeline. I think you're right. I think that makes the most sense because it makes no sense if he spent his life in this timeline because well, that, that would just change everything. The Russos confirmed it. Okay. That, that he was in an alternate timeline? He, when he went back, he technically went back to a point where he was frozen but once he's there living his life in that time, he is living in an alternate timeline. So okay. there might have been in that timeline the frozen cap awakes and he's still there um, but that was a whole timeline that he lived in and then he had to jump back to our timeline to give the shield to Sam. Right. And maybe live the rest of his life because Peggy probably died in natural causes. Mm -hmm. Right, and that was a good point that you had earlier too, that he ages so slowly. Yeah. And seeing as he left as a, you know, fair middle-aged man and comes back as an old man, like, you know, how long was that? 
that he was gone. You know, like I don't know because technically, like, what would present time be in Endgame? Like twenty twenty five or something like around there. Around there, yeah. Okay, so twenty four twenty five. Right, so like you know twenty twenties. I mean, even if you went back to the seventies, yeah, we're looking at like what would that be? Fifty years. Fifty years, mm-hmm. which he wouldn't be that old. So right. it makes sense that in his alternate timeline. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't he, think he went back. It, it, in his alternate timeline, I don't think he went back to the 70s when he saw her. He went back to when he was supposed to come back in, like, the 30s. Oh, so, so he went all 40s? the way back. I, th- I, I, I think that's the only thing that makes sense. Because then I don't think he came. Well, because when, when him and Tony went back. It was back, World War II, so it wasn't the 50s. Right. No, when him and Tony went back to get the stuff from the, from the base. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was was the 70s? That was the 70s. That was the 70s. Well, so I, so know, we're saying he went even farther back to original. I would think so. Could have been okay. the 70s. The only reason I say the 70s is if he didn't have enough pin particles, um, he might have had to stay at that one because it would have been his last stop um, before he came back before, like on his route. Yeah, I assume he had a lot. And I think when he danced with her, like when at the 70s, I think she had a little bit of white in her hair. Is this fat? And I don't think she did when he yeah. was dancing with her. Yeah, it's put on she the- had white in her hair at the, in the, in the 70s? If I remember correctly. At the end scene where they're dancing in the house? Yeah, I don't think she, I think she looked younger there than she did in the 70s scene. She looked younger while they were dancing? While they were dancing in the very final she scene. Did. Okay. I think, she did. I think so. I think okay. it wasn't earlier point in time. Okay, well then that would make sense. There's a lot of confusion on the time travel, and all the criticisms I've seen are of the time travel, but if you get a piece of paper and you draw the branches out, it makes sense. The only thing that's not explained is Captain America's wicked story, which leaves room for the... I mean, they want to see... If Chris Evans wants to come back and play Captain America in 20, 30, 40 years, he can, and there's a story there that we can watch him... I think people reprise their roles. Have you seen the latest Rocky movie? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Did, did you take a piece of paper and draw out all these branches? No, I've watched a lot of yeah. nerds talking about it in circles. What? <laughs> so derogatory. It's just like a guy with a whiteboard. He's like, no, oh, but I, I saw a bunch of nerds now. do it. Well, they do. They show you in the movie when I've seen the movie three times now. So when when um. Bruce shows it to so Bruce is explaining it to the group mm-hmm. um, Ant-Man and yeah, right, Black right. Widow and also when Bruce goes back to the Battle of New York and is talking to Hilda Swinton Tilda Swinton Tilda Swinton the uh, master no, the ancient of, one or something ancient one she does a little diagram of places in time branches I mean, it's just, it, it makes sense. It just makes sense. Uh, they did it in Dragon Ball Z, and that is very confusing. No, they did. They, it's a very, it, it, you want to, you want to, like, be like, what the fuck? Why, why are they, they're bouncing between, oh, okay, because the past happened. I'm not making any sense right now. I'm going to Well, I mean, I mean, they, it's, it's hard to do time travel, because time travel doesn't make sense. I think they probably did the most logical one they could, which is, you cannot change your past. When you change something, it becomes an alternate timeline. I think that's the only thing that they can do without absolutely logic breaking down. They address Back to the Future even. I mean, I like just how Tony nonchalantly discovers time travel. And there's a line that's very subtle there when he tells Pepper that he invented time travel and I didn't catch it the first time. He says, I want to just take it in the little box and throw it in the ocean and maybe forget that, you know, I ever found it and then come back into bed with you. And then she says, but would you be able to rest? Would you ever be able to rest? Mm. And that's, you know, cue to the last line. 
um, that she says to him, well, you can rest now, Tony, we're safe. Yeah. Beautiful. Actually, can can we segue off of that observation oh, into, yeah, yeah, yeah. into, like, all of the, the running Tony stuff? Because, yeah. I mean, number one, he, I mean, the whole rest thing obviously refers to that he's insomniac basically the entire Marvel series. Right. And yeah. he's, he's, always, he's always working, he's never resting. And number two, I... You saw it three times, right? You keep mentioning Endgame? Yeah, you saw yeah. it three times. So I can't remember which hand did he use to do the snap. Was it his left or his it right? It was his left hand. Left hand. It was because I was he's had problems with his left hand the entire, the entire foreshadowing. The entire everything. Right. The entire I mean, everything. I don't I don't think that was the, the original plan with it, but I think they <laughs> took advantage of it. The that. hand takes damage. It takes a lot of damage in battle. Just Broken, hurts, just you even not see, feeling right numb. Yeah, you see in the movies when it happens. Like there's times in each movie where, like, he gets a caught in the Avengers uh, in the in the Quinjet. Um, in in Age of Ultron, he's coming out of uh, out of like the one of and he, and you see him have it, and then he's in a sling at, in a Civil War after the fight. Yeah, and then in Spider-Man Homecoming, he's in a sling or like it's something. He's holding his arm during the scene, like he's like. He's like stressing out and like his his hands going numb yeah, and like it's always, always the, the left, left one. Yeah, I love Tony Stark's story arc. T- Tony Stark's story arc. Tony Stark's story arc was my favorite of all time. Little reason, not no rhyme. Gonna go all night long. Gonna tell you about Tony Stark's big slong. Oh no, it took a turn. That did, but uh, no. Like, Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really bad. Penis thing. Yeah, penis. Brought that back to dicks. Um, uh, well, I just, I just love how they the, the Tony and uh, Steve are just mirrors of each other because uh. Tony grew by learning to be selfless and Steve grew by learning to be selfish. Yes. Correct. Everything and that, that, that came that's great. Rogers, everything special uh, from you came out of a test tube. And then he says, you're not a man, you're made, you know, you're a arms dealer. You know, you're, um, you know, he, he, they, they're, they're mean to each other and they, they, they call each other out on the true, uh, rightfully so. The true Sorry. issues. Wait, what? <laughs> what did you what? say? You said you're not a man, you're an arms dealer, and it triggered just Fallout Boy. No. Oh, I am an arms dealer. Now we're going to get sued by Fallout Boy. No, it was less than Shut 10 down seconds. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It, it was less than 10 seconds. No, let's just talk about this story. Well, my we... friend just saw the movie and just texted me, Cap got his last dance cry face. Oh, he, he sure did. He did get his last dance. And, and he that, probably got more after that, too. He probably got laid a lot. Oh, okay. True. I, I, I'm gonna delete that. I, I have the power to delete everything I'm like completely self-conscious over, and then I leave everyone. I, like, this is fake news, guys. No, I, I tell people at the beginning of the show I didn't edit. And then I just edit the fuck out of it now. <laughs> like, I don't like, edit anything. Like, I t- I edited the last one so much. It was like, I don't even know. I don't know if you can tell, like, how many different takes I did on this uh, fucking Avengers episode. You know, who cares, though? Um, Tony Stark. T- t- Tony Stark. I wanted to talk about the whole story arc of the Mr. Stark, but I keep finding the rhyme in the arc. Reactor. Arc, arc does rhyme with Stark. I, I'll do your thing. Um, you're getting a little fuzzy. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not sure. Oh, but no. Um, ah! You um, can edit that out. 
Okay, well, uh, I don't know, man. I, I have such so many feelings about how in Age of Ultron, it makes just a little bit better of a movie seeing Tony's desperate attempt to try and prevent this, um, seeing Tony's PTSD in Iron Man 3 um, from the events, and seeing him have this drastic fear of space and this, like, knowing that more will come and not knowing how to deal with that fact. You gotta think... It's kind of cool that he goes into space and, like, fights the Overlord with the Infinity Gauntlet, goes toe-to-toe, almost wins but loses, then invents time travel and saves humanity and sacrifices himself. Instead of, you know, he was selling arms to kill people, he, he came full circle. Came. Came. Don't. This is not funny. I hate this. I hate that when I go there. I don't know why I I, I want to go there with you, Dave. Zach, are you leaving? I am gonna leave. You said too many well, sex jokes s- and now Zach's Zach, leaving. Did I segue? Did I make you? No, no. I guess yeah. I'll see you later. Good night, good night, friend. I know you gotta probably get going soon too. Pretty right? soon. We can wrap up. Yeah, we can wrap it up. How do you wanna wrap it up? Right, wrap it up. Not like that. Well I like how we have guests. Alright, Zach, we'll put an applause when you leave. Yeah, I could have stayed. And applause. Um now that we're alone. So you haven't seen the, the Spider-Man uh, preview yet? Oh, I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it? Oh, okay. yeah, I've Always seen excellent. It. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I really, I, I was very surprised because I thought when they undid the snap in this, when they were going to do it, before this came out, I assumed when they undid the snap, they would just undo the time everything all the time in between but they kept the time they kept the five years and now so there's half the world that are five years older so many than issues other half. I mean that's it's insane partners wives and finding also, new husbands I've uh, got to imagine that world governments have broken down during did you see any videos years. about this on YouTube I, I saw some about this just the other day I, I need to start writing down the videos that I like and then kind of start talking about so I could plug them I'm sorry no it's fine Keep going. I was just saying, it, it, it just seems during these five years that society has probably changed so much. There probably reorganization of governments, uh, social structures yeah. have broken down with the loss of a random assortment of half yeah. of the population. Yeah. And now we're throwing, now in that chaotic system that's finally stabilized, we're doubling the population again. How can the world not end? How can, it's going to get a lot on? worse before it gets better now. It's I mean, like, it's not going to in the movies, though. They're just going to gloss over it. You really think so? I, th- I think they're what going spider- to. I think they're going to reference it, but I don't think it's going to be as disastrous as it would, as it would realistically. Do you think it's just all going to go a little bit back to dandy? I think yeah, things are going to back to as normal, like stuff like oh, well, I'm five years old now. That's kind of weird. I mean, it's just something. It's probably it's just going to be this weird event that is going to be referenced, but it's not going to have the repercussions that it realistically. Would. I think you're wrong. I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm not trying to disagree with you just to disagree with you. Um, I really think this is going to be the basis of the archetype supervillain, um, the Spidey supervillains, the over-the-top, Ma- uh, not Magneto, uh, the guy we're about to see. Mysterio. I mean, we don't see characters like Mysterio up to this point. We don't ever see these wacky supervillainy. We're not going to, you know, Vulture, Vulture's kind of, he's still in the universe. We're going to be getting more villains similar to like comic booky villains. So how does that happen? There's going to be a lot of underworld stuff that was going on in this time. Um, 
I think the people are going to have a lot to deal with in this world. I think Spidey's whole story is going to be about him dealing with that five-year gap. No, I agree. I think they'll deal with it, but I don't think it will be realistically the repercussions that would happen if it happened in the real world. Like world effects. Unless he goes like, oh, we're going on our, our, our school vacation to France because France is broken down. And now it's just a no man's land, but the architecture's still there. Then I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Wow. Because yeah. it's this thing, people disappear for five years, societies, part of societies, I'm sure, must have broken down with that random absence, and then they double the population again. There's no way Think that about the world this. continues on as, there's, as before. Uh, there's no guarantees that if we have opened up a multiverse, that we're, that Spider-Man uh, Far From Home even takes place in this one. What if the snap happened, ripped a hole on the multiverse, and we're on the other side of one of these other universes in this one? So, you know what I mean? It's yeah. freaking well, possible. Well, is dead in this one, so it's fine. Probably same one. Fuck you. No, I'm still, I'm, I'm you're still right, you're right. They're, they're, I don't know. I'm on the fence about this multiverse thing because they're, I, I see it's definitely the next creative direction to go to add yeah. all these things in. But also, there's the possibility that Mysterio is just lying about it. Oh, yeah. That's what I really... That's what but I'm He's not. Hoping. He's just like uh, the con man like he is in the comics. That's probably what it's going to be, ideally. But, it, it, I, but when you think... It's ideally that we, like almost the whole audience thinks that that's going to happen. And... It makes you think that they're gonna like pull the rug out from under you, like double time you on that, you know, and make you make him good. I don't know. I, it, it breaks your brain. It makes you think all day and more about it. You know, it's like. And we won't know what goes on until the movie comes out. Yeah, I mean, Endgame, I'm still processing it. I think we're going to be processing it for a while. Let's have a, a summary statement um, your feelings for Endgame. Um, can you start? You do one first. And okay, my summary statement is it, uh, I uh, loved it as a celebration of the franchise so far. My suspension of disbelief can get past all like the plot holes and stuff like that just because it's such an enjoyable flick. And I uh, do appreciate that it um, was a, a, a conclusion and a summation instead of just more setting up things to come. It was a uh, bookend to what has come so far, so everything is, is uh, together, and I appreciate that. Can you go, like, say a little bit more? I was, I was pretty good. I don't want to add really more good. to it. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to say my final thoughts and talk us out. Oh, the music, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, my final thoughts is I'm... When I saw this movie, I was ready to be sad and mourn it, like mourn the feeling of I'm losing my favorite characters, I'm going to a different place in my heart. Now, I mean, these movies contain a lot of memories. Uh, I really associate it with good times in my life, growing up, learning a lot from the life values. I mean, a little bit. I mean, they're superhero movies, but they just drive you out. They take you out of a world. You're going into uh, another dimension, your own multiverse. But I also feel like, in a sense, this is the end. I'm ready to go on to something else. Like The whole podcast isn't just going to be about the MCU or Marvel. I'm ready to start taking it in a different direction. It's not that... This is just going to be less centric. You know, I wanted to get these episodes out of the way because they're a big part of me. But I really felt that resolution when Iron Man snapped his fingers. He made that sacrifice... 
Not just for I don't know. I'm not gonna. I don't know how to draw that back to me. I'm not. I'm not like. Not make, just for me. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, it was just cool. Uh, fuck. I'm thinking really bad at these. I need a new inspirational song. Dave, can you talk over? I want a little Dave. I want a little Dave on this. This is your moment, man. But you gotta have some like. You gotta have a moment too. I, I led into this moment. <laughs> you did. You really. <laughs> um. Thank you. Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man for all the all the journeys. Thank you, Chris Evans, and uh, thank you, Joe Russo, Anthony Russo. And why am I thanking you? You're millionaires. I have nothing, and I'm just praising you like everyone else in the world. And every, this is an oversaturated market, and I, I care too much about this, and I need to start caring about things that I'm creating now. It's time to move on. It's time to become my own hero. I've seen the heroes on screen. I've seen the people. Uh, I've seen what people can become. I've seen. Edward Norton turn a roll down and probably regret it. Probably really regrets it. I've seen Spider-Man join the MCU and I never thought he would. But he did. He could. There's a lot more to come. A lot more to come. Too many comes. Don't come. Dave, help me. And there you have it. Our very own trip around the multiverse and my own podcast, Mr. Honest, the podcast that I started podcasting on. If you'd want to hear more of that, it's on all your pod- favorite podcasting uh, directories, Mr. Honest, wherever you get your podcasts. How many times can I say podcast? <laughs> um, I will be back next week, and TBD on what I'll be covering. I, it may be Venom, it may be not. The reason I haven't done Venom yet, it is because I'm not sure whether this entity will be in the MCU or not. Um, and I, I would like your opinion. You know, are you interested in me covering Venom? Um, if you're dying to hear it, marvelmaniacpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, marvelmaniacpod, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, I've yet to be posting a little bit on those medias, um, but we're getting everything geared up. I'm really excited to be covering the MCU, and it's my pleasure to be having you as my audience. I love Marvel, and I know you do too. I know you're out there listening. And I am so thankful to have you here. And uh, no matter what, we're going to be talking about it. It's just a matter of uh, what and not when. We're going to be here every week. Uh, If not next, if not one week, the week after. You know, we missed a week or two here and there, but we've been here all year. And um, boy, oh boy, we got a lot to come. Eternals comes out uh, a week away, a week and a half away. Um, A week from tomorrow uh, on this release date. Uh, people will be going to the midnight premieres here already. Here we are, and um, I just think that's absolutely amazing. Um, we're, we are in a marvelous time. We are in a marvelous time, and that is where we leave it today. We've launched a Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash/MarvelManiac. We have one Patreon right now. His name's Mike Finney. He's one of the nicest guys in the world. Thank you, Mike for being our patreon uh i owe you an extra piece of content from last week Uh, i'm gonna get it up this week along with something extra this week as well you can find me streaming every week at twitch.tv slash mr honest podcast i take a lot of pride in streaming (laughs) i love my i love my video games and uh, i play fortnite i have a lot of the marvel skins not to brag but i have quite a few of the marvel skins not all of them though Uh, no, I love playing as Captain America. It's pretty awesome. They don't represent the butt quite enough, though. I'll just say it. America's ass, it's not represented. It's been told by quite a few of my friends and lady friends. All, all friends. And uh, it's just not good. It's just not good. I'll say that. Um, 
I, I gonna, I'll, I'll just agree on behalf of everyone. Um, they needed to make his butt more, more friendly um, to the movies and Chris Evans. It wasn't acknowledged. I think Chris Evans would have sued. Um, I don't mean to go this raunchy on, the, on this podcast. I think it might have been the Mr. Honest influence. Um, that brand of my content needs to be pushed aside. Marvel Maniac is a little more user-friendly. And um, we're going to just stop there. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Uh, <laughs> I really, really do appreciate your presence. And it is felt, heard, loved. Um, I love you 3000. <laughs> Reference to the movie we just talked about today. Nailed it amazing a literally centerpiece of this whole series and we're only going launching off of this thing into the future of the franchise whether or not it's a failure or not this this movie put down a brick foundation for us to make at least watch another 10 to 15 years worth of movies if the next 10 are bad really bad and that's starting with this spider-man movie being the worst movie ever that's the timeline in which we get 15 really bad more movies. Now, if there's 15 really good more movies, we're going to get like 25 to 36 to 40, maybe 50, 60 to 80 to 100 more Marvel movies. <laughs> and by the time we're all old people in diapers, um, or we're, we're like we will be a hive mind, uh, and Marvel will just be infinite, and we will be one with the multiverse of the MCU, and then we will all be infinite Marvel maniacs, and I, my our podcast will be one, and we will be in the MCU ourselves. Avengers, disassemble. <laughs>